The physician certification statement, or PCS, required by Medicare for all non-emergency transports can confuse even the seasoned ambulance administrator. While the document itself can be confusing, determining the person who can properly sign can be an even more confusing scenario. We'll explore this subject and more on today's QMC Board and Caller. Welcome to the QMC Board and Caller, news and thought-provoking discussions for today's emergency medical service provider. The Board and Caller podcast series is brought to you by QuickMed Claims, a national leader in emergency medical transportation revenue cycle management and reimbursement consultant. Now, your host for today's podcast, QMC's Director of Client Services, Gary Harvat. Center for Medicare and Medicaid Services requires that a PCS be obtained and maintained on file for every non-emergency routine transport. The difference between the use of the PCS for repetitives versus non-repetitives lies when the PCS is obtained. PCS for scheduled or repetitive transports can only be signed by a physician, period, end of story. MDs or DOs are the only healthcare professional that can sign a PCS pertaining to a patient who is transported at least three times over a 10-day period or once per week for three consecutive weeks. PCSs for unscheduled or non-repetitive transports can be signed by the following healthcare professionals so long as the healthcare professional signing has first-hand knowledge of the patient's overall condition. The person signing the PCS, other than a physician, can be a registered nurse, certified nurse specialist, physician's assistant, nurse practitioner, or discharge planner. We often field questions about discharge planners. One of the common confusions surrounding PCS is how to determine and define these persons. Discharge planner is someone typically in the institutional setting that actually wears that title defining his or her place in the system and arranging for ambulance transports. For example, while regulations do not allow for licensed practical nurses to sign a PCS, it is possible for an LPN that occupies the position of a hospital discharge planner to sign the PCS, but not in the capacity of the scope of the LPN, but rather within his or her role as titled discharge planner. The same scenario would apply to a social worker. Said another way, the LPN floor nurse who does not serve in the specific role as a discharge planner would not be acceptable to sign. However, the LPN occupying a discharge planner job function would be an acceptable signer. Therefore, Susie Smith, LPN discharge planner, would be an acceptable signature for the PCS as long as that person's title and job function is well-defined and there's a proven history of that person occupying a specific discharge planner role. Likewise, it is extremely important that the actual words discharge planner be typed or handwritten in proximity to the signature. The same would apply to a social worker or similar person that performs discharge planning functions as part of his or her job. The healthcare professional signature must be handwritten. However, the rules do allow for an electronic signature that is a computer-produced handwritten signature. The acceptable electronic signature would be one where the healthcare professional signs using an electronic pen on a computer signature pad that generates the signature facsimile onto the PCS 
instead of the doctor signing using an ink pen or paper. It is important that even the actual signature be vetted out by EMS personnel as proper or improper. Signatures must be legible to be accepted. If a signature is legible, then it is important the name is always printed adjacent to the signature. The best way to cover this is to have the signing healthcare professional always print his or her name adjacent to any signature, be it legible or illegible, and have that person include his or her credentials as well. CMS rules do allow for what's called signature attestation. This is for those healthcare professionals that habitually sign with illegible signatures. However, this means that a master signature or log must be maintained by the ambulance service showing the healthcare professionals names with signatures on the page in order that they can be compared to an actual signature at some point later in time to identify the person signing. This is a lot of work and requires continual record keeping, not to mention the require of keeping such attestations sheets up to date to include both incoming and outgoing healthcare professionals. Finally, for this discussion, it is important that the healthcare professional signing the PCS always date his or her signature. This is an absolute must. The date that the person signs the PCS should be included adjacent to the signature and that area is separate from the date of service listed at the top of the PCS document, as is the case for the common PCS documents that are widely used in the ambulance industry today. While this matter can sometimes be confusing, it is important you pay attention to the key points as noted here. Thank you for your time today. I hope you found this information helpful to you. And if you ever have any questions, feel free to contact us at client services at quickmitclaims.com. Thanks again, folks. Have a great day. And hey, be safe out there.